0: Hey everybody, uh, just wanted to hop on. We're doing this again this week. This week I've got uh, Megan Gibbons with me. Um, Megan and I, we worked together at Ragnar, we've kept in touch since then. Uh, she's fabulous, great person. And uh, in addition to that, she's also an incredible marketer. So uh, Megan is a specialist expert in paid media and uh, she's worked B2B, B2C, fitness industry, uh, tech industry, startups. She's had a lot of experience across a lot of different areas and, and knows this stuff inside out. So I'm excited to dive into that with her. But before we dive in, Megan, uh, welcome. How have you been?
1: Good. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> yeah.
0: And I probably felt to mention the most important part. You're now consulting freelancing full-time, correct?
1: I am. Yeah, that is what I'm doing full-time and I'm excited to kind of dig in and uh, work with many different types of companies so that's kind of what i'm excited about
0: absolutely well maybe let's start there um you know you do have experience across a lot of different industries a lot of different uh you know types of companies what what uh what is the common theme what are the differences when you're working what you know how do you how do you juggle that
1: yeah um i mean the common theme i would say is like uh Each company can benefit in their own way with paid media and digital marketing. Um, Like, I don't feel like there is any company that couldn't benefit in some way, be either it be B2B, like you mentioned, or B2C. Like, that's a commonality. Um, I think that the biggest difference for that is specifically between like the B2B and the B2C space, is obviously who you're targeting, you know? um, your business or consumer, like you were, you were, I, um, so, and with that comes, you've got to understand your bicycle and depending on, especially like with B2B, you know, this, it's a lot longer bicycle and there can be a lot of challenges trying to figure that out versus some of the B2C stuff. Uh Um, I mean, I remember reading and I think this goes, hand in hand with both uh, B2B and B2C is there was like, you had to have at least 11 touch points online, like them being exposed to your brand before they even seek out your website. And I know that was a an article about B2B, but I think that's super relevant to the consumer space too. <laughs> so um, yeah, for me, that's like the biggest difference is obviously figuring out how to reach those people, the right people, um, and how quickly they make a decision.
0: <laughs> sure. Well, and and every company is a little different, even if they are in the same vertical, the same, you know, industry, all of those things. Let's say you take on a new client, or you get a new, you know, role, what, what are the first things that you look at? How do you start to go? Okay, what's, you know, how do you learn the lay of the grant? the ground. Yeah. <laughs> Learn what's out there. And then how do you like dive in to figure out what what uh what needs to be done to be successful?
1: Yeah. Um, I think that the first thing, and I know this may not be super relevant as we go on, but one of the um first things that I do kind of look for is if we are set up with any type of is it pixels or tracking or whatever, that's always been like that. Was a huge um the thing that I had to learn with like at Ragnar and kind of figure out what was going on there um, when we were there. And I know that pixels and cookie tracking is kind of phasing out, but that's something that I do love to kind of figure out in the beginning. Maybe not uh, always the best first step, but that's something I do look at. Um, But with that, I'll dig into like their each platform. It could be meta, it could be Google, whatever it may be and kind of look at first how they're structuring things. Um, does it make sense? Are they, uh, you know, separating prospecting from retargeting, um, or is it broken out by like product location, whatever it may be. I like to understand that to see then dig into what their audience targeting is. Uh, because I I was reading another article the other day. It doesn't I mean, creative is super important, but it doesn't, if you're creative is awesome, but you're not hitting the right audience, it's not that awesome or it's not that great. So, um, and that really resonated with me, you know? So I really like to dig in and see, are they targeting the right people? Um, especially are they targeting the right people, but are they also excluding the right people? are you, you don't want to be targeting your current customer base as well. You know what I mean? Like that's kind of some, that's a low hanging fruit where, um, you know, don't waste your money on your current audience, especially if it's a prospecting campaign, really, uh, make sure you exclude that, but I'll, I'll dig into that kind of stuff. And then the core, you know, what everybody sees is your creative. What is either all those metrics, what's hitting, what's not um, is, are things fatiguing especially in like Facebook and Instagram that frequency you don't mm. want that to be too high and it can get high quickly all right. that's the, that is the beast of uh, meta and all that is you got to be on top of your creative but that's definitely you know um, digging into that and that can be between literally what is it like the, the video or the image or the copy but even what's your landing page? Like, is it uh, resonating with your message and your ad, you know? So I really dig into all those kind of things in the beginning. Um, so, cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I I think a lot of us, especially as marketers, we're like generalists, we're like, we can figure this out. And, uh, you know, I, I can jump on Facebook and run some ads. And, you know, obviously, I, like, I don't consider myself like the expert at that, like you are. Um, but, uh, you know, when you talk about like, fatigue like how do you identify that those ads are fatiguing like what what are you looking for in the in the data
1: yeah uh yeah obviously you got to look at the data that's the beauty of digital is data and for me i'm going to look at at what point because i mentioned like frequency which is how many uh times a person has seen your ad is it two times three and usually there's um a point where obviously metrics start to decline and so i'm gonna look at honestly that exactly that so if when does it hit that point of like they've seen it for three three times in that window are metrics maintaining meaning like so is click-through rate uh decreasing is your cost per acquisition increasing um so i like to kind of look at that and where those my key metrics my kpis are moving in a way that is not optimal anymore so that's honestly the biggest indicator and sometimes though because we also have to look at is it a trend though cuz from week to week things can change um and that doesn't mean that things are falling off but is it continuing week after week after week for several weeks decreasing that's when I'm like, okay, we need to do something different here and dig into, you know, it, it could be as simple as just changing a headline, right. um, but just making it different. You know, that's kind of what I look for when um, things are fatiguing.
0: Okay. Um, you did mention audiences is something that you check, uh, not to name names. You don't have to do that. But are there like, what are the horror stories you've seen where people are targeting uh, audiences they don't attend?
1: Um. <laughs> I have seen specifically uh where people thought they were excluding their current customers or database or whatever it may be, and they were actually targeting it. And they could and but and that can look really good though. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Because your current customers are um loyal to you. And so those metrics, you're like, oh my gosh, this prospecting campaign is killing it. And, and when in reality, it's just, a technically a retargeting campaign. Um, but I've seen that many times in specifically prospecting campaigns and they've been so excited that things are looking really, really good. CPAs are crazy good. And I'm like, that, that's way good. Like what's going on here? Like, I mean, it's, it's that, you know, it's too good to be true mentality, You know, if, if you feel that way, it's pro, you're probably right. So, um, yeah, that's been one that I've seen many times.
0: Um, oh, if it's too good to be true, it just might be. Verify oh, yeah, it. yeah.
1: And I will say one thing that a mistake I, I have made in my career is uh, targeting the entire world that doesn't go over well either. Um, and that was many companies ago thankfully um you know it didn't go too crazy but for some reason we were for a couple of days we blew through those those budgets just randomly those daily budgets and it was like what's going on here and the entire world we seeing <laughs> seeing the ads <laughs> so it's simple things that you can just do and think you know like oh I, I did it all right but yeah so it's really good to audit those from time to time to make sure <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think that brings up a good point. It's not a, it's not a set it and forget it channel. You really have to be looking at that at least every day.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And even if it's, I mean, you're probably not going to make, I mean, you shouldn't, but tweaks every single day, but just being aware of what's happening, um, you know, did spend dramatically increase or decrease or, you know, things like that little indicators that, yeah, maybe I do need to dig into this. Uh, but it, and it could like, it can be a five minute every day, just like, okay, what is it? What's going on? Right. You know? So yeah, I agree. Definitely check in.
0: Especially if you have an expert like you, it can be a five minute thing where you, you're checking <laughs> on it. it. It might be more for somebody that's a generalist and trying to, you know, make sure that they're doing that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're still early in the year. So, you know, I thought it'd be helpful, interesting to hear, you know, what are the trends you've seen the last six months that everybody's been doing? You know, it is an interesting economic environment right now. And then maybe, you know, what do you expect to see the next six months with the paid media world?
1: Yeah. Um, at least in the last six months or so. And I don't, I'm going to say this isn't probably super new, but I have, I feel like people are harping on it a lot more. At least I know I have. (laughs) Um, is and it's kind of pertains mainly to social but is UGC content Mm -hmm. um like it the power that UGC has and it's had that power for for a long time but I feel like it's coming up again and I've noticed I've read a lot of articles in the last six months about it and it's it it just continues to perform really well and I know that that was um a real big focus for me because in the last six months, I, I, in the campaigns that I was running, you know, those were the top performing campaigns. People love seeing people in general, even if it's a more, um, polished type video, not really, or even image, but like, um, people, people love seeing people's faces and happy people. (laughs) And a lot of times with UGC content, that's, that is exactly what you're seeing because it's somebody that probably loves your product. Otherwise you wouldn't be using that video. Um, and they're speaking highly of it. So they're happy they're, you know, they're feeling good. And yeah, I, I honestly think that that's probably the biggest thing in the last six months for me, um, specifically UGC for sure.
0: And so dive into that a little bit more, like you were using this um do you reach out to the people that created that content or do you like curate it and put it in an ad or are you like sponsoring their their uh posts how are you grabbing that for those that are looking to do something similar
1: yeah so honestly the either definitely if you um see it out in the wild you know mm-hmm. asking those people if you can bring it in and use it um i have um been on the end of also asking people for it if they're willing to yeah.
0: um
1: and i also we i did a f- several campaigns in the last year with what i kind of call UGC like content yeah because it was from um people within the company talking about the company and their like either you know opinions or thoughts or whatever um even that kind of that kind of content hit really well too, um, where it's not technically your customer, but it's still some, like an an actual person just talking and you know what I mean? So I've I've done it many different ways, but I will say that the customer UGC is probably the most powerful for sure.
0: Fascinating. Yeah. I think that makes a lot of sense and fits with, you know, every other channel that I'm seeing right now with just, that authenticity we are just programmed to recognize when it's not authentic. Oh uh, yeah. So people yeah.
1: Yeah, people uh, are tired of ads. They really are. Yeah. And so marketing and in the, general,
0: they're tired of. So the fact that right. like, I think that's part of the like the benefit of or the the attraction of things like TikTok, right? Or any other media similar is you want like people just tune out the other stuff. So when you see that, like, you can immediately tell the ad on on TikTok versus the actual, you know, organic user generated content.
1: Yes, it's true. It I and I feel like TikTok's one of those uh, a beast because yeah. you really have to lean in to TikTok to be successful. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't just create a video that I've shared on Instagram and Facebook and just expect it to work over there on TikTok. Like you have to lean into the trends and obviously be true to your brand and whatever, but still like lean into what you can that's working there because you're right. TikTok is one of the ones that I notice the ads the most because when they're not aligned with TikTok's vision and you know, just the, what goes on on TikTok, like you can tell just right away.
0: Yeah. Yeah, now, that one they do stand out if they're if they're not part of the platform it's rare that you you see one in, but but they when you see one that doesn't stand out that's the one that the marketers are looking to do right yeah
1: oh yeah yeah and I'm always it like it oh. like
0: part of your your algorithm your feed you know yeah.
1: uh-huh if it takes you five to five, 10, 15 seconds to realize it's an ad that's a good ad
0: yeah absolutely <laughs> absolutely
1: yeah
0: uh okay shifting gears 2023 looking forward what what uh what's on your mind what are you being mindful of just trying to stay ahead of
1: yeah um I think there's a combination of things I actually I was having a conversation the other day with someone about like AI and chat chat GPT yeah <laughs> I'm yeah. still no I am no expert there
0: it's now, a mouthful to say too
1: yeah I'm like <laughs> how many times
0: I to have, say it, I trip. Yeah.
1: how many times have I said it out loud yeah. um but I was having a conversation with somebody the other day and I, you know, and just, you know, how powerful that it is going to be and can be. Um, and I kind of, I like, that's something that I know I need to lead into in what way. I'm not hundred percent sure yet, but something that um, came out of that conversation was maybe leaning into for someone like me with, you know, I have to come up with like ad copy and different ideas and things like that. It's a it could be a really good tool for brainstorming
0: Yeah,
1: because I know that I can get stuck sometimes, especially if you've been working on one brand or something for a long time, you can get, I feel like I get real stuck in like, what's something new, what's something different that I can lean into. Um, So that's something that for 23, I'm definitely think is obviously going to be a trend (laughs) and (laughs) that a lot of people are leaning into already. And something that I want to uh, lean more into as well. Um, and that's something like, you know, just even brainstorming. Mm. Yeah.
0: That's a great of, idea. Yeah. That's yeah. World at your fingertips and you can find it you know, that way. Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. So that's some, that's one. And obviously this is something that I know everybody's talking about and have been for years is getting rid of cookies. Yeah. Um, the, what the, the cookie list world or whatever it is. And that's so scary to think about. <laughs> Um, obviously, like just figuring out what that, you know, because we will have to lean into like the first party data versus the third party. Right. What's that gonna look like? Um, and it's probably gonna look like look different for every single company. And that's something that I've been trying to like think through and figure out just okay, what would that look like for somebody? Yeah. Um so and that could happen
0: fast. Like that's something where one tech company makes, you know, like an Apple or a Google makes a change, and all of a sudden it's they're gone. They're gone for most yeah. partners. Yeah. Yes. Or it's yeah. a significant chunk of it, where it just doesn't. It's not meaningful across the. Uh
1: huh. I agree. Yeah. It's it's going to be interesting. And if you're not thinking about it right now, and we should have been thinking about it for the last several years because we've been talking about it, okay. but it could be detrimental, you know? So, yeah, we'll see. Those are kind of the things that I'm thinking about this year, I think.
0: (laughs) think That's wise. Um, We'll shift gears one more time. The things we were talking about the first, you know, you dive in, you look at certain things Um, again, generalists, you know, a lot of marketers can go in and spin up some Facebook ads. What, what are the things uh, that you would try and do, or what are the things that an expert does to take it to the next level? Right. And what, what are those things that you're just like, um, yeah, you've got your ads running. Here's what, here's what we can do to make it even better.
1: Right. Um, I think for me, the biggest thing to understand is the data. Um, and what I mean by that is there can be a lot of what I like to call kind of vanity metrics, mm-hmm. um, you know, a really good click through rate, uh, really good CPMs, um, you know, a lot of good traffic, whatever it may be uh, that look really, really good when you glance at it and you're thinking, oh, that that's just beautiful, you know. Oh. Um, but I think understanding what your objective was in the beginning for that campaign and measuring it down that down the funnel. Is it actually bringing in customers or whatever it may be, what your bottom line is? Is it actually doing that? Yeah. Because I can't tell you how many times I've looked at a certain ad. I'm like, oh my gosh, that click-through rate. Oh, you know what I mean? Like it, it, my um, in some of the campaigns I was running in the last six months or so, we, I was seeing for prospecting campaigns, um, click through rates of 15% on, on Facebook. That's insane. Yeah. And I, you know, and I, I couldn't, it, I couldn't find anything technically wrong or that we targeted the wrong people or whatever. It it was just, it was great.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: creative was real good. Real, you know, like it, it, people, it was interesting. People really liked it, obviously. So they were clicking through. Um, but we weren't seeing what we wanted down funnel. We're, you know, were more people coming in. We're more people paying. Um, and they weren't. So that understanding what the data actually is, is where it's at, in my opinion, you know. So, getting past the vanity metrics and understanding what it's dry actually driving.
0: So, yeah, that made me think like, there every platform has their own metrics and terminology too. You know, I I use Google Analytics a lot with some of my clients, and you know, you get questions once in a while like, hey, what about this? And you're like, oh, that that metric doesn't think what you would think it that doesn't that metric doesn't mean what you would think it would mean, and here's right. what it really means, and here's what it excludes, and um, yeah. Dialing that stuff in is yeah, that's for sure. That's a,
1: a well,
0: this has been a great chat before we, before we end, I just, you know, I wanted to give you an opportunity. We talked a little bit about, um, you know, careers and evolution and you're like, oh, I did this several jobs ago. Uh, we all have those stories, right? Who are the people that, you know, you look to in your career path and say, Hey, they made a good influence on me. They impacted my career in a positive way. And, and, uh, you know, help everybody else out. You know, go find somebody else that they should be listening to and learning from.
1: Yeah. Well, first, I will say you're one of those people oh. for me, yeah. and I'm not trying. To, I'm being serious. Um, but I, I have a couple other um, one that we mutually know, Jen Jen Janky. So love her um, nice. not only because she's incredibly smart, but the way that she advocates for her team, she's amazing. So I, I turn to Jen a lot and sometimes she's probably, I bug her too much sometimes probably. Um, and another person is he was, I worked with him at my second marketing job. Um, his name's John Smith and he, like he, I go to him for advice. I have since you know, for the last like eight, so years, you know, like he is amazing. He is once again, incredibly smart who taught me all things about Excel um, and how powerful Excel is. And that's been, that that has been great, which it was hard to switch over to Google Sheets because of the power yeah. of Excel. But um, yeah, yeah, those are probably the main that have really influenced me and that I still talk to and value their opinion today, so. Okay.
0: Well, I don't know John, so you're gonna have to tag him in the comments so that yeah. I can follow yeah. him and, and uh, start to learn from him as well, so.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Meg, it's been a pleasure. I really enjoyed uh, catching up with you, diving into this stuff. Um, we'll have to have you come on again and chat because I, I know this, this world is always evolving.
1: So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, thank you <laughs> for having me, Travis.
0: Yeah, of course. All right. Have a great one. We'll talk later.
1: <laughs> okay. Bye. bye.